Keyshawn's going to join us here in a sec, LZ. And mm-hmm. I, I think we got to start talking Dodgers with him because we've done a lot of it. We've done, we did Dodgers to start the show. We did some NBA. Uh, and by the way, um, today, because we don't have a show tomorrow and we're doing, we do our picks against the spread game, we're doing it at 530. And for those that don't know, uh, it's usually me. LZ, Laura, and Greg, but we also have started to add a caller, a contestant from the audience can play, and no matter if you win or lose, uh, the person who gets on the line, right, who would be caller seven at that time at 530, will win a a huge Corona cooler that has a value of $200. Uh, and then if you win, if you beat LZ and, and myself and the crew, uh, you get to come back the following week to play again. So uh, last week's participant, Greg, did not win, correct? That is fair, that's fair to say? No, Mark did not win. And actually, George and LZ, you guys tied for 10 points to win okay. the week. It's a long way to go, 13 it's weeks. A really but Keyshawn, long way. Keyshawn is there. He was a master at that game. Uh, I believe master? One, the, well, he won the two years I was there. Yeah, I wouldn't call him a master, though. I mean, Key, I called you a master. I was showing reverence to you there. What do you think? He had a good run. I'm here. I said, I'm here. We're, I was in. We're, we're playing the picks against the spread game, and LZ and I had a good week, and I said, well, let's let's talk to the master of the picks against the spread game. And then LZ said, you're not a master. Well, I mean, LZ has his own issues, so I'm not worried about what LZ's talking about. I'm just saying, you had a good run, but that doesn't make you a master. <laughs> I mean, you well, know. Well, I mean, I would think that if somebody wins something multiple times in a short period of time, between the two of you, I've only, I was only on the show with you for four years, and I won three of the four. So I would think that would be a dynasty. What would you think, George? I mean, that is dynastic. I'll, I'll it, give it, you credit. It would be a dynasty if that was accurate, but I don't actually think that's accurate. I actually what? believe that. Okay, okay, no. okay, okay. Fine guys on both sides. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the fly off your head so we can keep going. That's what I'm asking for. Whoa, 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 whoa. You went deep. <laughs> well, well, Key, your your hair, even though you got a little actually, salt and pepper, you got a little actually no, 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 I got a little salt and pepper on the sides. But look, on the sides, yeah. yeah. Now, now that you brought that up, I got to go into it, LZ. So when I'm watching last night, yeah. Now I'm watching, and I had some calf, you know, a little dinner, a little calf, <laughs> and right, I'm right. there, and I'm looking. And I said, damn, it's a fly on my TV. I don't know. I thought the same thing. I thought the exact same thing. You got to remember where I'm at now, right? It's right. cold right now. Yeah. So typically in the cold, there's no flies right. around New York in the cold. Yeah. yeah. So I, got, I was like looking around and I'm saying to myself, well, it's not the wine. I'm not tripping. I'm not, I'm not drunk. So I got up, walked over to the TV, Jen's sitting there. Goes, what are you doing? I said, there's a fly on the television. And she goes, oh. So I walk over to the TV, and I'm like, and I'm moving it, and as I'm moving, his head moves. And I go, damn, that look like a fly stuck on dude's head. Or it's just on the camera. And then, so I start thinking, okay, well, maybe it's on the camera. Because, you know, when it rains, yeah, and right, the cameras, right. you know, it yeah. gets the little speckles gets on the camera. Yeah, yeah, and I said to myself, I said, dude got a fly on his head, and you can't tell me. Yeah. He don't know the fly ain't on his head. Yeah. He just don't want to touch his hair because if he touches his hair, it's going to mess everything up. Right. He's just going to play like he don't know it's there. It was the funniest thing ever. You should have seen it. Oh, man. I, I had the exact same feeling. I was like, there's a fly guys, here. 
Yeah. To see you guys try to swat away a fly that's on television is amazing. I swear to God, I did the exact same thing. I stood up and everything. I swear I was like, to you, I had no idea that it was in TV talk. Walked up and really like touched it because yeah. I, it, it, I actually had a fly on a TV before. You know, you had a fly on a TV before. Funny, right? Anyway, oh, it's great. Sports, sports. Oh. Sports, 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 yeah. sports. So, key, key, key. What, what, what was worse, the fly or Kenley Jansen's performance? So you know, we all wake up. Well, you guys don't anymore. But yeah. Yeah. when you yeah. have the morning show and you wake up so early, but you got to stay up late to see everything, yeah. right? I'm waking up. I mean, I'm there and I'm struggling to stay. Oh, you know, my eyes got to stay open. And I'm like, okay, well, he cool. Then all of a sudden, he started giving up the goods. And, you know, I started cursing. At that point, <laughs> I'm, I'm woke now because I'm my adrenaline. I'm mad. Now, you know, I'm like, this dude, man, he get ready to trick this off. But I get it. He's, he, he's shot right now. We're trying to get something out of a guy that can't do it. And I think that when you pay someone a whole bunch of money, you hope and pray that they can do it until the contract is up. But I think the skipper, Dave Roberts, realizes at this point in time, that's why he has no commitment to Kenley being the guy. If we go tonight and we have to go to him, we might see somebody else, maybe like a Joe Kelly or whomever, take the, take the ball and, you know, get those last three outs that we need. But I, I just, you know, he, he's not there right now. He's not he- there right now. Key, you and I have worked together for years, and it feels like every year around this time, we have a conversation about Kenley. Last year, the conversation wasn't just about him, but whether or not we needed a new closer. So my question to you is, if we don't get it done this season, is the front office to blame for not addressing this issue with the closer? No, no, because... Closers cost money. Well, okay, here, let me stop. Back. I was going to say, you didn't think Mookie cost money? <laughs> no, no, that's why I said let me back up a minute. Okay, okay. Get the fly off, get the fly off. There's not a lot of closers that are out there that's readily available that can get the job done at the level that you need it done at, if that makes any sense. So when you look for somebody that is lights out, they're already taken. So you're forced to have to deal with, right, George? Yep. Something you already have. Mm-hmm. It's like a quarterback. You say, well, how come they paid that guy? Because there's nothing else available. Right. What else are they going to get? And so that's what you're looking at. And then you're saying, well, what about, what about trading for this guy and trading for that guy? Well, they're not trying to give it to you. And if they are, they're getting ready to take your whole team. Yeah, yeah, it, and that's it, where we're at. They're in a chat. Look, they do at. have the, some options though. The guys in the bullpen that they have, they throw gas. So at least that they have that. Um, but it, it is, it, it is not. I could, you could just see how painful a decision it is for Dave because he didn't even commit to it yesterday. But he finally said, "Well, it's something we got to think about, right?" And, and that's yeah. when you know it's it's inevitable. I believe. So when you say guys that throw gas, right? Joe Kelly, Dustin May. Yeah. I mean, like, can we can we can we do that? Yes. I yeah. don't know why I like Dustin May. I like him. Maybe it's the hair. 
Yeah, it's the hair, it's the stuff, but to me, more importantly, maybe even most importantly, it's the attitude. He never looked scared from day one. I never felt as if he was overwhelmed. He's a dude that I can blank with. Yes. Fill in the blank, right? Like, like, that's what I, when I see him, I'm like, oh yeah, I can blank with him. Right, exactly. He just, for some reason, and and Kenley used to have that, he had that with me. Well, I was like, oh, yeah, I can rock with him for sure. But now it's like, eh, we living <laughs> in the past. It's like, eh, I get it. We gave him a bunch of money. Yeah, I get it. I understand. But we need, to, we need to close this thing out tonight. Move on. I think if we move on, what do we got, the Braves? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so let's move on. Let's go to Atlanta. Let's do Well, we didn't want to be going to Atlanta, but no, no, let's, no, let's that's move not on. Luck. Atlanta being Texas, that ain't the same. But let's move on. Let's let's rock this thing. Let's get it over with. Because you know I'm out here with all these shanky players and, and fans and everything. So you know they try to box me in the corner every now and then. George, I got to come out swinging, almost <laughs> like the Miami Heat and George Sedano try to box me in the corner. You know. Yeah, just like Miami, they're trailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They may get one more. You never know. But yeah. I don't think so. Who, who okay, the Yankees? George, you can punk. You can you can let some of that helium out your chest. It's okay. <laughs> good, LZ. No, no, no. It's all good. Since you're talking about the Lakers, let's go ahead and switch gears for a second. Um, you have one vote. Who are you voting for? Finals MVP. Ooh. Rondo. Zoe. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean Rondo. Rondo's Finals been balling. MVP, LZ. Come on. Rondo's been balling, did dog. Say, did you just say Zoe? No, I, I did say Zoe. I didn't mean to say Zoe, though. Yeah, I was about to say, wait a minute, you must be on them gummies. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, but call me back in an hour, though. Yeah. Things gonna be we got good. a short show today, Keith. Very We're short show. Dodger baseball coming on after us. LZ, by the way, LZ is love. The first thing we were talking before the show, and he's like, man, I love all these shows. We have short shows, no shows. I had to work every day in the morning. Yeah, Keith, you had me working every morning, dog. And here's what I would say. Here's what I would say, George, and you want to know why. <laughs> you want to know why? You want to know why they, some people in the world think a certain way? You want to know why? <laughs> Key, I was like, LZ understands what I'm saying. If you don't, George, he'll explain to you doing the break. Key, I was like, wait, we don't work. We don't work today either. Oh hell! Y'all had me out there hustling, watching the Dodger game until eleven o'clock at night, getting up at four every day, every day. <laughs> Meanwhile, George over here chilling. How do you think I feel right now? <laughs> yeah. You got to wake up at five in the east, dog. That's, that's, that's hard. No, 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 no. Four in not the east. five in the east. No, not five in the east. 3.30 oh. in the east. Oh, key. key. I, listen. You forgetting, it's not just radio. It's TV. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's I know. 30-something people that work with us between yeah. TV no, I know. and radio. So it's a different animal. It's get in. Oh, we got to go over this. We got. Oh, we got to do TV. Well, what about this? What about the SOT? What about the VO? Oh, BB. Oh, we're gonna do a billboard. Blah, 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 blah. And, and so it's, you know, it, it's going great. Oh, but listen, it's, it's, it's and hard, I'm not man. living yeah. that close to 
the studio just yet. I'm moving to my house on Thursday. Yeah. I'm in corporate housing right now. You know, <laughs> gotta get uh, gotta get Mickey for everything I can get. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I remember living in Bristol when I first met you years and years ago. It was uh, whenever I had to do that show. It was that three thirty wake up. Oh, that is awful. Like I, uh, I, I, I cute. feel free. It's I not cute. You're going to need some Botox in a minute, though, man. Botox? Black don't yeah, crack. Botox. Man, you, the got, Botox. you almost made me curse, boy. <laughs> <laughs> got to get the Botox you, in, man. Because yeah, you know hey, what? After about hey, two look, years look, or 3.30 look, in the look, morning. I ain't never. Hey, LZ, I ain't never came on to you, but I'm fine as hell. I don't need no. <laughs> man, you got me, you got me twisted Key, right there. Key, everybody fine as hell until that 3.30 hits them in the ass. You A couple more months, you're going to be like, oh, damn. Um, I, I don't have puffy I don't have puffy eyes and a swollen face. You don't have to worry about me. And look, you know, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I'm pulling double shift because I do NFL Live. Right. And I'm still cracking right now. Yeah, who fights with you more, Dan Orlovsky or me? You. Oh, come on. No, actually, 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 in all honesty, Jay Will has passed both of y'all. Really? Oh, man, Jay Will, man, Jay Will. Ooh, Jay Will, I got, oh, man, I got, we're going to have to sit down and have a, a, a we, me and Jay Will, we got to sit down and have some Avion together. <laughs> it's that Duke stuff, you know what I mean? Oh, he gets so mad at me when I tell him that. I was like, okay, man, I get it. You're Duke smart. He just gets so mad at me. <laughs> but it's fun. I'm having a blast. I'm, I'm enjoying being in New York. I'm enjoying watching the Yankees, not enjoying the Jets and the Giants, but I'm enjoying watching the Rams from afar. I'm enjoying, obviously, the Lakers. Never was a Clipper fan, and obviously my Dodgers are doing everything that they've done over the last eight years in the playoffs, winning the division. Now I just need them to finish so I can gloat and be very arrogant with the Lakers and the Dodgers for the next several months. All right, Key. Well, we got to let you go, man. Thank you for hanging out with us. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin each and every morning at 5 a.m. on this station where now you know Key's waking up early as hell to put good content mm. out there for you. All right, man. Be good. Thanks, brother. All right, amigo. All right, see ya. There you go. Uh, LZ. Tell me and the folks before you and I, by the way, LeBron has just dropped some quotes about the Lakers, and you're going to want to hear that. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedan on LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Thanks to Key for joining us there. Thanks to Jeff and Gundy and Mac of the LAFC for joining us. been an action-packed show. We've had a lot of Dodgers, Lakers conversations, obviously. And speaking of the Lakers, uh, LZ, you spoke to KCP. We'll hear from KCP in a second. You have some audio from your conversation with him earlier today. Uh, But LeBron spoke just recently. And here's a quote from LeBron. Quote, on being a Laker. Well, one, what I've learned being a Laker is that the Laker faithful don't give a damn what you've done before. Until you become a Laker, you got to do it with them. 
as well. They don't care about your resume and all that until you become a Laker. Then you got to do it as a Laker, and then they respect you. I've learned that. Uh, which, look, let's face it, we all knew that, and we talked about it when you know we, on all the different shows, right? The audience was very much uh, a part of those conversations. And, and look, LeBron is at a moment right now where he feels it. He can taste it. We talked about it, you and I, how important Game 4 was. He clearly echoed those sentiments at how important Game 4 was. And it is funny because it kind of came to my attention. Do you remember when LeBron did that interview? Um, It was was over a year ago, I guess now. It was after the first season when things went sideways and the injury happened and all that. He did an interview with Jim Hill of CBS 2. Do you remember that? Uh, Yep. So it's funny. That popped up today on my Twitter timeline. And it really should, as a Laker fan, make you get – he realized after that first season what this was all about very quickly. So you heard the quotes from today. But listen to what he said about a year or so ago going into this particular season with Jim Hill. Uh, I came here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to play winning basketball and to take this team back where it should be. I see all those banners. I see all those banners, all those championship banners. I want to be a part of one of those. And I also see all those banners with all the Laker greats, Magic, Kareem, Worthy, Elgin, Wilt, Obi, Shaq. I want to be up there too. And that's my motivation. And I won't stop until um, I put this franchise in a position to compete for a championship, hopefully win a championship, and hopefully see my jersey hanging in the rafters. So that's what it's about. Yeah, it it, uh, it was great that he said that then. Like, I I feel like, you know, that's when, at least ILZ, I, you know, there was a lot of talk about, oh, he's coming here to be a Hollywood mogul, blah, blah, blah. That just what didn't vibe with the dude that I had covered. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't buy that at the time. I didn't buy it then. I feel like he reaffirmed people then in that interview, which was actually April of 2019, which feels like 10 years ago as opposed to a year and a half ago. Um, but it, that is what I what I expected from him. And the six months off and all the noise that surrounded him um, have hardened him, including, by the way, clearly Laker fans, from the quote that he just gave us today about the Laker faithful don't give a damn about what you've done before. It's about what you do for them when you're in that Laker uniform. I think all that stuff has galvanized him and the group and really crystallized things for him too. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, LeBron is an assassin. He's a mercenary for hire. He recognizes that the NBA, not individual franchises, but the NBA is a business. It's, it's the entertainment business. And just as Matt Damon and Bill Affleck, who we talked about earlier, as well as J-Lo, who we you know, salivated earlier. Get with to Jeff Van Gundy. Around, we salivated Jeff all Gundy. together, yes. Yes, yes. It was one big slop fest. Yes. Grab the bucket, the, the bucket in the mouth. <laughs> But the um, the fact of the matter is, is that when Ben or Matt or whomever decides to leave one agent or one movie franchise and go to another one, that's acceptable part of the business. That culture is different in sports. At least it wasn't. It was different in sports. Mm-hmm. But for the Lakers, it still very much is. In other words, you know, we don't have a great appreciation for all the films you made before. It's about the movie you're making for us right now. Correct. And it wasn't just LeBron that needed to learn this lesson. I've spoken to lifelong NBA fans, Laker fans, who talk about Kareem's five championships. Mm-hmm. 
And when I go, well, you know he won six, right? And they go, well, well who? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And I go, you know he played for someone else before he was a Laker. And they say, with whom? Yeah. You know? And that, and, and it's, it's very similar with Shaq. Shaq never made it to the finals until he got there with Kobe. And I go, well, you do know that he was there, you know, with Penny and, you know, Anthony Hardaway and, you know, I don't care about that. Right. And the same thing goes for LeBron. Right. The good thing for LeBron is that he's in a different era in terms of media consumption and the way that fans process the sport. Mm-hmm. And so his past is somewhat included in the way he's viewed, but in the way he's appreciated, it's still only been about the two years that he's been a Laker. It has nothing to do with Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland again. Right. Yeah, and and he learned that. And maybe he learned it the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that maybe he did come here uh, with a different illusion, but very quickly after that first year, he learned that. Uh, and, and again, I think that it has made him a better player uh, on this team and, and, and really brought the mindset that was necessary. And maybe it was all of it, right? Maybe it was the injury. Maybe it was that. Maybe There's probably a lot of things. It's not one thing that you can point to, like anything in life, right? Like there's a, right. there's a million things that form who you are as a person and, and eventually, you know, form your successes and, and your failures, right? Like they, those things mark you and, and make you the person that you are. And LeBron is, is no different than that. Speaking of successes, uh, real quick, before we move on, because we got a break soon, um, I got a great Kobe story that I want to pass along in a bit too, but we'll get to that in a second, and we're going to do our picks here um, in the next segment. So if you want to join us, caller number seven right now at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Caller seven will have a uh, will be the person who plays the NFL picks against the spread with us. This is how we do it. We play five games each and every week. Uh, the Rams, the Chargers, and Raiders are included, and then we pick two other games. And you assign a confidence vote. The game you are most confident in, you assign a five because there's five games, and the one you're least confident in, you assign a one, uh, and so on and so forth. So 877-710-ESPN, caller seven right now, uh, gets to play with us and wins the cooler, the Corona cooler, worth $200. So Rapalinka was ranked seventh today in what, you may ask? The Executive of the Year Award rankings. So Frank, uh, excuse me, Lars Frank of the Clippers won the Executive of the Year Award. Now, granted, this stuff is voted for before the postseason, okay? So there is that. But it just goes to show you that everyone assumed that the Clippers were going to win. Uh, Second was Sam Presti, which is well-deserved, okay? Sam Presti and that team outperformed everybody's expectations. And Pat Riley was third, which I don't have a huge problem with either. Uh, His team got to the finals as a fifth seed. But the fact that Rob Palenka was so far down, look, even if you don't think he needs to be in the top three, you can make an argument that maybe he he is or isn't in the top three. Again, a lot of this is, is slicing, is splitting hairs. But seventh seems very disrespectful to me, LZ. It's garbage, George. It's garbage. It's jealousy. It's garbage. It's trash. Because I recognize that this award was a regular season award. What did the Lakers do in a regular season? They were the one seed. Where were they the year before? They were out of the playoffs. I believe a 10 seed. How the hell are you ranked seventh? I don't get it either. When you make all these moves, all of these moves, remade the entire roster basically in an offseason, 
and secure the number one seed. Skip the postseason. To your point, it's a regular season award. In the regular season, if your team finished number one overall, you're automatically considered to be the best in your business. Whether it's MVP, whether it's coach, or whether it's executive. You should automatically be considered in the top three at most if you're finishing number one overall yep. in the regular season. This is nothing but haterism. It's jealousy. It is jealousy. jealousy. It's, it's people that vote on it that used to have to deal with him when he was an agent. It's all that stuff. It's so garbage. I, I, I'm with you on all this. It's, it's absolutely garbage. It's yeah. insulting. And yeah. what it really does, more than anything, it undermines the credibility of that award. Yeah, I, I would agree. But I'll tell you this. Pat Riley didn't win and finished way down the list when he signed LeBron and Wade and Bosch. So, I mean, that that just it, jealousy is, is part of it. That's, yes. that's unfortunately what it is. So just to give you an example. But, all right, we're going to do our picks against the spread. We're going to play against a uh, one of the callers. Clinton Yates, our buddy, is going to join us to talk baseball at 540. We're taking you up till 6 o'clock, and Dodger baseball is going to be on right after us. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Sedano and LZ with you here. Our NFL picks against the spread. We have uh, our caller who uh, is going to play with us, Craig in Fullerton. Craig, how are you? Great, man. Let's go Lake Show. All right, cool. You know how to play the game, right? No. Okay, so let me explain it to you. We have five games. you got to pick the winner against the spread. And here's the other – this is the tricky part. There's a point system. you got to assign a confidence vote to it. The game you're most confident in against the spread, you assign a five. The game you're least confident in, you assign a one. Here are your five games. Bucks and Bears, which is about to kick off or just kicked off. Rams and uh, Washington – Chargers and Saints, Raiders and Chiefs, Colts and Browns. Those are the five games. Uh, This segment brought to you by our friends at Corona Extra. Our game day beach is back. Always enjoy the game with Corona Extra, the official cerveza of the Los Angeles Rams. Unofficial cerveza of the Los Angeles Rams. So, Craig, I'm going to go with you first. Bucks and Bears just kicked off. The Bucks are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like, and what is your confidence vote? Um, I'll take... Bears, and I'll go with a – you said five is the highest? Yes. I'll go with a uh, two. Okay, a two there. LZ, Bucks, Bears, three and a half. Bucks. I'm going Bucks, and that's my three. Okay. Greg, you will do yours and Laura because she's not here today. Greg. Bergman. Yeah, I had the mute button. Good God, man. Uh, What are you doing? uh, Bucks. I have Bucks at five. And Laura has the Bucks at four. Okay, I have the Bears plus three and a half, and that's my five. Um, so next game is Rams minus seven and a half against the Washington football team. Um, almost called them by their old name. Uh, Craig in Fullerton, our guest today. What do you like? Who do you like? And what is your confidence vote? Rams, and I'm going to make that a, my my four pick. Okay, so you've got the Rams minus seven and a half for your four. LZ. Oh, I already know. Rams in five, yes. Exactly. Why are you keep asking me? Yeah, yeah. Greg, go ahead. 
<laughs> right, I, I, got, I got the Rams as a two, and Laura has the Rams as a one. Okay, you wow. Know, we, screw both of you. Both of you. I have the, I have the Washington football team uh, plus and seven Screw and all half. three of you. All and, three of you. And that's my two. That's my two. Uh, next, we have the Chargers versus the Saints. The Saints are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, this game could be played in Indianapolis because of the weather situation. Uh, it may not be played in New Orleans. Uh, Craig and Fullerton, Chargers, Saints. Saints, seven-and-a-half. What do you like, and what's your confidence meter vote? I'm going to go Chargers, and that's my two. Chargers and your two. LZ. But isn't that, You had the Bears at two already. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll take one then. Are you over there cheating, man? You <laughs> called in and cheated. No, he didn't know. He doesn't know the rules. He's playing on the fly. Give him, cut him some slack. All right, Elsie. Did you say the fly? I'll say what you did my there. First time poker game. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll cut you some slack. Go ahead, Elsie. All right, fine. I got the Chargers, and that's my four. Okay, uh, Greg Bergman for you and Laura. All right, I have the Chargers also, and that's my one. And Laura has the Chargers also, and she is a two. I have the Chargers, and that's my four. Uh, so we all have Ooh, Chargers big. there. Okay. Uh, next, we have Raiders and Chiefs. The Chiefs are 12-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Craig and Fullerton, who do you got and how many points? I'll go, uh, I'll go Raiders, and uh, I'll make that my five. Okay. Go, you're, wow, you're, look at you're, you. Are you, a, are you a Raider fan? No, I'm a oh. Rams fan. Wow. Okay. Look at that. I thought. I mean, I thought Bergman would do that. Uh, all right, LZ. Casey's go ahead. Up and down. Casey's yeah. up and down. They are. They are. Yeah. LZ. I have the Chiefs, and that's my ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> so you only got ten, one LZ. and two. You only got one and two. So you got to pick one of them. <laughs> oh well, then that's my two then. Okay. There's your two. Greg Bergman, you and Laura, go. All right. I have the Chiefs. As a three, because I know what they do to the Raiders. I've watched it too many times. And Laura has the Chiefs as a five. Oof. Okay. I have the Raiders on this one, but that is going to be my three. I like them plus the 12 and a half. Uh, maybe a backdoor cover. Uh, last game, Colts are minus one and a half against the Cleveland Browns, two, three, and one teams. Uh, Craig and Fullerton, Colts or Browns, and what is your point system number? Browns, and I think I only have three left, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay, there you go. Uh, LZ? Browns and that's one. He took the Browns. He took the Browns. Go ahead, LZ. Well, if Greg will stop interrupting me, then, you know. I got to get this right. Fine. Greg. Yeah, you get everything else wrong, so you might as well get this right. (laughs) Browns and that's my one. Browns, that's my one. I go ahead, Greg. Uh, You and Laura. I got, uh, I have Browns as a four, and Laura has the Browns as a three. Okay, I have the Browns as a one, just like LZ. All right, so Craig, if you beat us, you get to come back next week and play with a second caller and all of us. But congratulations on winning the cooler valued at $200. Thanks to our friends at Corona Extra, man. Congrats again, and maybe we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, let's go. All right, don't hang up, okay, because we got to put you on hold to get your information, okay? For sure, for sure. Okay. Thank right, you. Put him on hold. Uh, by the way, LZ, before we go to break, uh-huh. does anyone have worse luck than Tyrod Taylor right now? Uh, Justin Ooh. Herbert officially named the starter for the rest of the season uh, by our by our pals there with the Chargers and Coach Lynn. I feel terrible for that man. He lost his job um, with Cleveland and Baker Mayfield, although we all knew Baker would take over, much like Justin, right? But he lost it very quickly because of a concussion. He lost this one because the doctor punctured his lung uh, trying to shoot up his ribs. And then he lost his job to Nathan Peterman, who might be the worst quarterback ever. And he's better than Nathan Peterman. Like, I feel terrible for him. 
Yeah, the only other player, current player I can think of that I feel worse for is Josh Rosen. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some bad luck too. He's had some bad luck, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some bad luck. Here's some interesting things, though. One last football note. Ron Rivera compliments the McVay-Goff combination. He says he believes that it can one day be as successful as Brady Belichick or Peyton and Breeze. Do you buy that, or do you think he's just uh, giving them uh, all sorts of kudos just to uh, you know lull them to sleep, perhaps? Well, you know, George, I play ball. You play ball. We all play ball. And the biggest thing is KYP, know your personnel. In this case, KYS, know your source. Do not listen to your upcoming opponent telling you how great you are. Do not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. But I did find that interesting that he would say that. Although I do love McVeigh. Uh, I, I And I think Jared has come a long way. I don't know if I'm willing to go Breeze, Peyton, and especially not Belichick and Brady just yet. So anyway, no. we're going to get to traffic here. We got a minute and 45 second break. Sedano and LZ with you here. Our buddy Clint Yates going to join us to talk about the NBA Finals and, of course, Dodger Baseball, which is coming up right after us here on this station. Uh, in a few minutes, actually. So, But before that, as your vehicle due for service, head into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change for over 30 years. Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. And, hey, no dragging the kids to that dirty waiting room. Thank God for that. I remember those days. And at Valvoline, you stay in your car nice and safe. All the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance, whether it's oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, or more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in less than 15 minutes and visit their website, SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. So, Clint Yates is going to join us here in a second. Uh, I believe he will join us on uh, one of these lines, right, Greg? Yes? No? Uh, yeah, he's having a little bit of an issue, so we have to call him. Okay. Oh, so he didn't pay his bill. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you hate when that happens? Do you remember those days, LZ? I do. I mean, they still happen. But not because you can't afford it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Just because oh, you oh. forget. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm like hey, going. You ain't fooling me with 37 jobs that you can't afford it. Stop that. Well, you don't know my bills, man. You That's don't true. know my bills. Spend, make, spend more, make more, you spend more, right? My kid went to college. Yeah, more money, more problems. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, maybe Clinton just being trifling. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Clinton will eventually join us on the Celebrity Hotline, brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Uh, good times. Uh, it will, Here's While we're waiting for Clinton, it's time for what you need to know. Here's our Major League Baseball update. Uh, the Yankees right now, at the top of the fifth, are trying to even up their series with the Rays. Uh, they lead right now 2-1 to one in the top of the fifth. Uh, earlier today, the uh, – excuse me, not the Astros. The Atlanta Braves won 7 to nothing against the Marlins, so that series is now over. And the Houston Astros did win their series three games to one with an 11-6 win against Oakland. So they await the winner of the Yankees and the Rays and the Dodgers. If they can win tonight, will finish off their series against San Diego and will take on the Braves beyond that. Uh, is Clinton there? All right, great. Clinton Yates joins us now of the undefeated, our friend uh, Clinton. Let's start with some Dodger baseball here. Um, yeah. What is your level of concern um, if and when they get past this series, which I, I think we're safe to say I feel good about it, uh, and we'll get into some of their issues perhaps with their bullpen in a second, but w- what do you make of the Braves as a potential matchup? 
well, and when the season started, first of all, hello, gentlemen. It's good hello, to talk hello to you. sir. Um, when the season started, the Braves were my preseason pick to win the World Series. And I say that not as a sort of self, you know, congratulation. I say that because to point out that the Braves have been good and people knew that for a while. The Braves came across a lot of sort of, I don't want to say bizarre, but at the time, very difficult scenarios to deal with. Nope, we lost Clinton. We lost him? We lost him once he said that he picked the Braves to win the World Series. Yeah, After pretty that, much. it's all been, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. pretty much. Um, is there a reason? He's a national fan. Is there That's a reason, Greg, he couldn't connect on the, uh, the Comrex? We tried to connect. He said it was echoey. We couldn't hear him in the break, so we said, let's call him. And then now he hung up. Mm. <laughs> so this sounds like it's a, it's a personal problem of his at his house. Greg. I'm looking for a way to blame you. I, I, it's, I already yeah. told you it's a personal problem with him because he picked the Braves to win the World Series. That is so fair. Exactly. I think Jorge just did it. Yeah. He just hung up on him. <laughs> hey, don't put it on me, fool. <laughs> yeah. No, man, don't be scared. Own it. Yeah. You did right. Yeah. You don't see the fly apologizing. No, the, the fly, fly is running around. Apologize, no, the fly is like going, yeah, I did that. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess let us know if he's back. Um, either way, in, in the interim, LZ, I did have a great uh, Kobe story that I wanted to pass along to you. Now, I've actually told you this story before we did the show today. Uh, I thought it was great. So Woj mentioned like an anecdote uh, today in passing on ESPN about Kobe. And he talked about how competitive Kobe was and used this anecdote. Here's what Woj said today. In 2012, what I remember with Kobe was he spent a lot of the uh, or spent some of that Olympics with Russell Westbrook telling Russ this. You know, you should be winning scoring titles. I don't know why you're letting Kevin win those scoring titles. You should be the one winning them. Uh, anything, obviously, that Kobe could do to plant a little seed of dissent within the two teammates. And he's, he, Woj was saying it was pretty funny. Kobe playing chess while everyone was playing checkers back then. Well, it clearly worked because, well, you know, there were way too many moments, particularly in postseason, where it was obvious that, that you know, Durant yeah. was rolling and he couldn't get the rock. But speaking yeah. of rolling, I thought that Clinton was getting ready to roll, but then he got derailed. Is he back with us? Okay, sorry. I've totally destroyed the show and this segment, so I apologize. But real talk to take y'all behind the curtain, what happened was, because I'm on my phone, Dominique Foxworth, who's new re-signing for ESPN, just as announced today, was FaceTiming me. So I kept messing up my phone, and I couldn't answer it. I was trying to turn it off, and I messed it up. So shout to Fox from the undefeated, but that's what happened, and I apologize. No problem. Uh, so anyway, the, the – No, 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 no. There is a problem. Okay. There is a problem. You don't sit there and let someone interrupt your opportunity to be on this show ever again, young man. Are you kidding okay, me? I'll take that, LZ. I, that is diplomatically received. I just wanted you to know that the interruption <laughs> was one of legitimate concern. I was congratulating a fellow brother, a fellow employee at the uh, Undefeated, and he hit me up to talk about it. I said, stop calling me. I'm on the radio. And he said, okay, my bad. So that's where we are. It was all above board. You know oh, what? Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text Dominique Foxworth right now and say, why are you trying to sabotage my segment? <laughs> no, 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 George. Tell him to call in, and we'll have him join us, and all of us will talk. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We don't have much time, well, I'm though. I'm going to say at my cost, but that's yeah. fair. Fox is great. I love yeah. that. No, we, we don't have enough time for that. But anyway, right. um, so, Clinton, uh, yes. 
let's go back to the Dodgers then, because we heard you pick the Braves to win the World Series. Okay, my bad. I picked the Braves before the season started because they've gone through a lot from a COVID standpoint. Freddie Freeman and Nick Markakis, just look up their stories alone. But the reason I bring up the fact that I picked them at the beginning of the season is because people knew they were that good. And if they're going to get performances like that out of their young pitchers on a day like today, continue throughout the World Series, I'm not going to say that they coached. But I'm going to say that Brian Snitker, along with um, Ron Washington, the third base coach of that team, who should be a major league manager, separate discussion. I think they are the best built team to win it, even if maybe talent top to bottom isn't necessarily the best if you compare them against the Dodgers. Uh, they do have four shutouts in their five wins this postseason. That is certainly Bingo. impressive. I don't think there's any question about that. But what the hell do you do if you're Dave Roberts with uh, the closer situation? You, th- you throw somebody other than Kenley. You put Kenley in a different role. I mean, I, I just don't which role would that be? I don't know what it is, but you got to find that button if you're Dave Roberts, because if you're going to continue to trust guys just because they're veterans. We saw how that ended up last season. And quick note to Greg, by the way, I saw him talking last night on the internet talking about how the cutter isn't biting for Kenley. That's the factor. That's it. It's not about confidence. It's not about situational problems. It's about the fact that the mechanics are not allowing for the pitches to be delivered the way that they should in order to be effective on the mound. That's as good a reason as any to change a rule with a guy, especially when you got other fireballers in the bullpen. Roberts has to do something. It just doesn't make sense if he doesn't. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I still believe that he is capable of turning in a special moment for us this postseason. But regardless of whether he turns that moment in or not, I do believe this is his last season. Um on our roster. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And I'll say quickly, I don't know that I want special moments out of my pitchers when, I'm, when it's coming to the postseason. I'm a guy that likes consistency in the pitchers, and the special moments can come from guys like Bellinger grabbing balls off walls in the outfield. You know what I'm saying? Consistency is what I want out of my staff, not necessarily showing up for diamond moments. I don't think that this is something that the Dodgers should try to rely on. No, no, I, I agree with you. I don't believe they should rely on it. What I mean by that, and I'm sorry, George, for cutting you off. I just want to clarify. What I mean by that isn't necessarily that, you know, you are hoping that he has a special moment. It's that, that the Dodgers find themselves in a situation, whether they're out of arms or, you know, someone gets injured, and you have to turn to him one more again, and he shows ah. up for you. That's what I mean by special I moment. I hear that. That's what's up. Uh, NBA Finals. This is a wrap tomorrow or what? It's got to be. There's almost a weird level of disappointment, frankly, if the Lakers lose another game. This is how far we've come. Planet LeBron crashed into Laker Nation. Magic Johnson rolled out. And now we're getting upset if they lose another game in the NBA Finals. The process <laughs> is complete. You know what I'm saying? What a place to be in if you're a Laker fan at this stage. You took the best punch possible from Jimmy Butler, Jimmy G Buckets. We know what the G stands for. You know, And they're still thriving. I, I'm, 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 I am impressed beyond belief, and I was hard on this franchise early because it was rocky, and it has smoothed out. Vogels pressed a couple buttons. I just talked about that in terms of managerial stuff from the MLB standpoint, but Vogels pressed a couple buttons in the bubble, specifically in the finals, and specifically game to game. This is the best this team has looked all season, which is what you're supposed to do, in my opinion, if you know how to win a championship, and that is ultimately what the LeBron factor is, and it's working out well. Absolutely. We got to run, LZ. We have less than 30 seconds. Clinton no. Yates of the Undefeated. Check out his work there. Follow him on Twitter at Clinton Yates. I tweeted Fox with all of us copied. We can all make fun of him, uh, you know, Bye after guys. this. guys. It's not a lie. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> See you, Clinton. See Take ya. Care. Uh, LZ, before you go, uh, I, we didn't get to play your KCP sound, but if you can let people know. It's uh, good what for tomorrow. To. It's oh. good for tomorrow. Well, but we're not on tomorrow. 
And it's good for Saturday. <laughs> and we're not on then either. And hell, then it's not good anymore. It's like, it's, All right, uh, we gotta you go. know, LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Uh, Jorge Bergman, eh. All right, thank you for calling in and tuning in. Thanks to all our guests. (laughs) We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya.